0: Guns N' Roses guitarist Slash is being granted a temporary restraining order against a man he claims tried to gain access to his house. According to multiple sources, the unwelcome man tried to convince Slash's girlfriend that he was a friend so he could get into uh, the house during a Super Bowl party. I would love to be at Slash's Super Bowl party.
1: Me too. What if it's just Slash and just some like stale Tostitos and guacamole?
0: Uh, The same guy reportedly returned two weeks later and was once again uh, trying to get into a house party by claiming he was a friend. On both occasions, the guy allegedly got pissed off the first time destroying Slash's security camera. Do
1: you know where you are? You're at Slash's house. (laughs) Get out. You're (laughs) going to die. uh,
0: Paul. Paul, uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Why am I drawing
1: a blank? Paul Stanley. Stanley. I was (laughs) going to say Paul Simon.
2: Do
0: you know where
1: you are?
2: At Slash's house. And finally, Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show.
0: It's the DVE Morning Show.
1: And uh, as promised, you know, each and every year we have the big DVE Comedy Festival. And we've been waiting to reveal who the headliner is. And uh, we're going to do that right now. We're very excited. And for the first time since we've been doing the Comedy Fest, for how many years have we done it, Bell? Is this the eighth? I think this is the sixth. Six or seven? Seven, something like that. For the first time, we're bringing someone back to headline. Ladies and gentlemen, your headliner for the DVE Comedy Festival. So pumped about 2018. This. The one and only, The Machine, Bert, Bert Kreischer. Kreischer.
0: Yes, yeah. all right,
2: yeah. All right. What's up, man? This means my, this means my career's moving up.
0: Yes, <laughs> for sure.
2: I remember I went second to last the first time I did it, I did it with Brewer. Yeah, and, uh, Brewer was the headliner. That was the funnest, the funnest comedy night I've ever had in my life.
0: <laughs> well, that's that saying was a leg- lot, man. A legendary night.
2: I can't. My my agents told me not to take this gig. They were like, they were like, "There's a much bigger play in the market. We can do a theater by ourselves." And I was like, "No, I'm doing this. This is this was so much fun when I did it." And then I found out who else is on the lineup, and I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to have another epic night.
1: Well, so the first time we did it, it was with Jim Brewer as the headliner, uh, and you, Tammy Pescatelli, Greg Warren, and Bill Crawford.
2: Yep, and we were in the van pulling up to the hotel after the show, and Brewer's like, I'm just going to go to bed. And I looked at Brewer and I go, Brewer, just give us one night. And he goes, Ah, screw it. All right, right, let's go for it. <laughs> and we stayed out all night long drinking. And then me, Dave, and Jim got on stage together. Me, no, me, me, Bill, and Jim got on stage together. Yes, and it was mm. phenomenal. We got hammered. I think we got high. It yeah. was awesome.
1: Yeah, it was. We were up in the green room at the Rex, and Bill was on stage, and uh, I was trying to cajole you guys to get on, and you were like. Let's. We should go up there and just, Let's just judge trash Bill. Crawford set. Yeah, and you put two chairs up there, and you and, and Brewer sat on the edge of the stage while Bill was trying to do his
2: act. Yep, that was great.
0: <laughs> and then, and then you and Brewer did you know one of the most legendary collaborations ever uh, put on tape there at the Rex Theater.
2: We did a couple. We did the uh, the origin of Goat Boy. Yes, remember that? Oh, yeah, the origin
0: of Goat Boy. I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, and then we told the Tracy Morgan story, and Jim did all the Tracy Morgan voices.
1: That was that was crazy, epic, and that was our first comedy fest. We're <laughs> right, like, right, right oh, out of the box. man. How are we going to outdo this? <laughs> right, uh, but sure, we not to
2: mention not to mention I told the machine story at the show. Yes, and and you guys recorded it, and it's got like five, six million views.
1: Yes, that that's like the video recording of you performing the machine that it's got garnered the most views outside of the Rogan one you did.
2: No, outside of the one I posted one on Facebook that has uh, gotten like forty million views, oh, okay. I think.
1: I mean, what, the machine movie has to be coming soon, right?
2: Oh, well, we pitched it. We pitched it to Brett Ratner. He passed. Well, I think gladly now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's like, I got an idea. The machine uh, only handsier. <laughs>
2: yeah. He's like, yeah, take your pants off. Let me t- to pitch it to me that way. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs>
1: So this year, we're promising uh, another epic lineup, and uh, joining Bill Crawford and, and Burt Kreischer on the stage will be, uh, first off, uh, she has gotten so much attention in the past year for being basically the queen of roasting, Sarah
0: Tiana.
2: Hilarious, and big drinker.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, really? I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, a real big drinker.
0: That's just up the ante. So
1: we tried to put a party together with the biggest comics that we could find, Mm -hmm. and once we had you locked in as a headliner, we're like, all right, let's build a party for Bert. So Sarah, who is brilliantly funny, is going to be on the bill, as is the one and only Brad Williams.
2: Really big drinker for the size of his body. (laughs) 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 Right there, right there with those two people. That is a. Those are. I'm being dead serious. When I when I would hit the road, people would say to me, um, "Oh my gosh, we haven't had this much fun since." And there was always like Doug Stanhope. Then all of a sudden, I started hearing Brad Williams' name. I was like, "You serious?" Brad Williams has one of my favorite party stories ever. He goes out all night long in Naples ends up on an island in the middle of an ocean with a bunch of girls and ends up partying the whole day there didn't know how he got there and then goes back and does some shit <laughs> right there right there we have we have four people that love to party and have a great time and we've got one more who is it
1: one more it's a guy who's like he's becoming big in movies now all of a sudden he is he did one of my favorite all-time late night comedy stand up sets uh and he's uh, some say alt comic but I don't know there's just he's absurdly funny Rory Scovel
2: very into psychedelics we are <laughs> going to have so much
1: fun <laughs> <laughs> All right so have the mushrooms ready is yeah, what you're this saying going to be a party
2: Yeah he's in that new movie with Amy Schumer is coming out He's he is one of the comics that like that every comic sticks around in the room to watch him perform He is phenomenal and he's doing a huge tour right now. I think at rock venues. And when you said, I remember getting a text from. I think. Yeah, Bill, I
0: did. Like, yeah, yeah, I sent yeah, you text. Was,
2: and you were like, "Give me like three names," and Rory was one of the names. I was like, "No questions asked." Rory Scovel.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's when we were like, "All right, done deal. Let's make it happen." So we have built a lineup around you. We, you're you're the Derek Jeter, and we put the Yankees <laughs> of comedy behind you. Brad Williams, oh, Rory Scovel, Sarah Tiana. Bill Crawford, this is a night you can't be beat june 29th at the buyin theater and tickets will go on sale this thursday you'll be able to get them and don't don't sit on these these tickets are going for sure, so uh, make sure you get them and Bert this time you you have uh, you, you've taken on the the headliner role as you said, your agents are like, hey, we can do our own theater <laughs> you know
2: oh yeah oh, oh, I, I'm, I am so certain this will sell out this will probably sell out first day they go on sale so I would get them. Like I would, I would definitely do a theater if I was coming back to Pittsburgh. The fact that I'm doing a theater with these names, every single one of them would sell out on their own. Yeah. Every single one of them. This is this is one of the hottest tickets I've ever been a part of.
0: Yeah,
1: I, we're super excited. Psych- Wait, do you see one of the posters we have for you? Oh my god! We so you know we've You're got some in house artists here who do these killer posters, and one of them, I, I just told the guy I saw him at a. At a at a show one night and we we're watching this band and, and he goes, Oh, who'd you get for the comedy fest? And I was like, Oh, we got Burt Kreischer. We got a real freak show. It's going to be a blast. And he's like, Oh, I'll get to work on a poster. And dude, he made you into a bearded lady with flying dildos all around you.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love
1: it. So that's one of the things we were thinking about. Uh, that might just be one of the, you know, uh, the, you know, side posters that we uh, use to promote the event. Cause it is hilarious looking.
2: And they go on sale Thursday?
1: Thursday morning, man. We're looking forward to it. This is going to be a blast. Oh, this is going to be so phenomenal. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm looking forward to it. Plus, yeah, you're wait. the new Svelte Burt Kreischer. You've dropped a bunch
0: of weight.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm I'm super skinny. I'm in great shape. I look like an athlete in the 20s before steroids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you running a marathon, Burt?
2: Yeah, I'm running a marathon this uh, this Saturday, This Sunday. I'm running the L.A. Marathon. What? Yeah, everyone's like, you should train for it. And I was like, I don't think you really need to train for these things. I think you just do it.
1: You just show up and do it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I ran a half marathon and beat half the field and did no training. Jim, <laughs> Jim Florentine ran it and was out drinking until 4 in the morning and and placed in his age group.
1: No kidding? That's
2: crazy. Well, he also, he also cheated, but yeah. Well, how did he cheat? <laughs> what,
1: did he take Adderall before he did it or something?
2: No, at 8 miles he just uh, jumped off the thing and jumped back into the race at the last mile. <laughs> oh, he did the Rosie Ruiz. <laughs> yeah. He had to, yeah, he had to go to the bathroom, so he went to a Sheridan and uh, <laughs> dropped, a, dropped a number, and then, and then it jumped back into the field and didn't realize that he was already by the end, and he just passed. But he had randomly, he had run past all the sensors that count in the race, <laughs> so he placed. So all of a sudden, he gets done, he did, ran the race in like three hours and ten minutes, and everyone's like, that's amazing for your age. He's like, oh, thanks. And then they're reading off winners, and he's like, I think they just called my name.
1: He goes up and does a cranky right. anchor's voice. He's like,
2: oh, thank you. I'll be at the side splitters two shows tonight. Thanks, everybody.
0: Is Segura roller skating the whole marathon?
2: No, he's a coward. He backed out. He's like, uh, I was really going to do it, but I'm shooting a movie with Marky Mark. So... uh so, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll you'd run this one, and then if you want, we'll figure out one where I can do it. <laughs> I was like, oh. I go, Tommy, he's such an idiot. This, I get really passionate about this. For anyone who doesn't know, Segura, Rogan, and Ari all believe that Tom could beat me in a race, beat me in a marathon on roller skates. I said, Tom, when was the last time you roller skated? He's like, oh, uh, I don't know, when I was like seven. And I go, okay, so you're telling me you can do something that you haven't done in 34 years. You can do it <laughs> amazingly the first time you do it again and he's like it's roller skating it's super easy it's all downhill i go yeah when was the last time you got going too fast downhill tom he's like what do you mean i go when was the last time you had to stop on roller skates he's like i don't know i, I don't I won't need to i'll just pick up speed and keep going he's an idiot wait now, so he wait, would be
0: in the lead until he hit a pebble and then did 19 cartwheels
2: he, <laughs> he, he, he roller skating is using muscles you've never used
0: wait would like, you be running and he would be roller skating or you're both roller
1: skating
2: no, no, I'll run to roller skate, and he thinks he can beat me, and he's out of his mind. He's oh. out of his mind. By the way, I bought a pair of roller skates and roller skated a mile just for a lark. Super exhausting just roller skating a mile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you won't let him use roller blades?
2: No, no, and by the way, it doesn't matter. He still wouldn't be able to roller blade fast. He does not roller anything. He hasn't rollered anything. <laughs> <laughs> the only rolls he's used to are sushi rolls.
1: But you guys did like the sober. How many days sober did you do?
2: I did thirty-two.
1: Thirty-two, and you did hot That's yoga okay. every day, right?
2: Did fifteen classes of hot yoga and was sober for thirty-two days. And and but see, this is the way Joe and Tom and Ari's brain works. They're like they're like uh you're gonna have to you should go see a doctor. You're gonna have a stroke. You're gonna have a stroke. Or you're gonna have a detru- detox. You, you, you can't just stop drinking like that, or you're going to die. You're going to die. And I was like, no, I do it all the time. And so I just quit drinking. I just didn't drink. It was uneventful. Like, it wasn't hard at all. For them, they all, each melted down independently on their own way.
1: <laughs> and they were all smoking because, weed, right? They weren't, they weren't no, totally sober.
2: No, they could not smoke weed. And apparently, all of them do that to regulate their moods. And so each of them had a meltdown. Each of them spiraled out of control, and I was fine because I just quit drinking. I actually felt great every day. I don't smoke weed, so, like, I'll mean, i hit it, but, like, I'm not a big weed guy. And then I got sick. uh, I just shot my special, like, two weeks ago, and I got sick the day after I shot it, and I haven't drank since last night, so, like, 15 days. And I was texting with Joe and Tommy and Ari, and they're like, so how, how much did you drink while you were sick? I was like, I didn't drink. And they're like, shut up. You didn't drink, and you weren't on a bet. I was like, "Yeah, guys, I'm a regular human being." <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be drinking, and I'll be drinking one more in Pittsburgh. No I'll doubt
1: about you. it. That's right. June 29th. That is the oh. DVE Comedy Fest. It's Bert Kreischer with Sarah Tiana, Rory Scovel, Brad Williams, and Bill Crawford. Get your tickets oh, are we Thursday. Are
2: all going to be in to do radio one day? Like yeah, Joe I mean,
0: that's our that's our hope. Is oh, that morning? That
2: was so much fun. That was so much fun.
0: Yeah, that was... Oh, my a- God. That morning, we have some clips that are all-time DVE, legendary morning show clips.
2: Yeah. Of you, Who's Tammy. Who was the girl with the... Tammy, Tammy. Oh, that's right. Tammy
0: Pescatelli. That was the morning you told the Will Smith story. Um, and Greg Warren's laugh on oh. that cut. <laughs> you have him... I've never heard him laugh that hard.
2: Oh, God. That was such a fun... Uh, yeah, I'll make sure I'm in early so we can come in and do radio. And I'll talk to Tal. I'll make sure I'll text with Sarah and Brad. Rory might be tough. He's probably shooting some movie or yeah, something.
1: Yeah, he's like he was in that Will Ferrell movie, The House, with Amy Poehler, and uh, he's doing the 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 new Amy uh, Schumer one, like you said. I mean, he's he, dude's in, you know he's a movie star now.
2: Yeah, the new Amy Schumer one where she just thinks she's pretty or something.
1: Yeah, she's like a fat mm-hmm. person who hits her head and then thinks she's gorgeous. Even though yeah. she is kind of pretty, uh, you know,
0: it's not, it's kind of like shallow how, shallow. how like an inverted shallow how. Yeah.
2: Or, or every black chick I've ever seen on Maury. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, they, I think they have the same premise, but with Monique playing
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did we just have someone in here who was like, well, my beef with Monique is over. Well, it, Gary Owens. Oh, Gary Owens. That's, that's who it was. Yeah, Gary Owens was in here.
2: How, but how funny is it that Monique Monique couldn't get a Netflix special, and then they just gave Rachel Dolans her own? Yeah, dull
0: is all. <laughs> <laughs> that's insult Ooh, to I injury. Mean,
2: that's that's got to make – I don't like I, – I, it's got to make Monique crazy.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think they gave Ra-
1: Rachel Dolan's all a stand-up special, but they are going to do it. They do a, should. They're, oh, they
2: should. <laughs> would give her a stand up special. I would watch her speak about being black for 1 hour. <laughs> she just, doesn't, just comes I out. Down, I thought all the I thought all the uh, liberals were on her side being like, "Yeah, you can choose what color you are." Because so you know how that's how crazy yeah. the world is these days? Yeah. And so, when I found out that black people didn't like her, you have no idea. I was like, "Thank you. Everything I ever thought about black people has been right. Thank mm. you so much. You she, are normal people." No, you're she's most you're normal in this whole lunacy. <laughs> She,
1: no, she's universally hated everyone. They, uh, oh. She's, she's an absolute moron.
2: Oh, I, I, you know, I really thought like black people were like, yeah, you can claim what race you are. No,
1: like, come on in. No. no, they only let Justin Timberlake do that. But
0: Dude, how funny would it be if she came out with a special and she just first came out and she was like, y'all think OJ did it? Yeah. Like just yeah. like went deaf comedy jam.
2: Oh, that would be oh. so great. Who remembers government cheese? <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. She's
1: just twerking for laughs. Oh,
2: oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: Maybe we'll get Rachel. What if we oh, can get, uh, get Rachel Dolezal on the Comedy uh, uh, Fest stage with oh my. you guys? All right, it. let's look
0: into booking Dude, Rachel could, Dolezal. Or at least to like, do Bert's podcast or something. You know, maybe she doesn't do stand up, but maybe she comes in and does his podcast. How much fun could we have just talking to her?
2: Dude, I lost a friend because there was. I lost a group of friends because we're at a dinner party and this girl uh, comes in and she's, uh, she's Vietnamese or kind of pretty. I mean, like Vietnamese. I think maybe a little Thai. And we're all sitting there and she said, "Yeah, I just found out she's adopted." She goes, "I just found out I'm like half black." And I was like, "Shut up!" And she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "How great is that?" She's like, "I don't. It doesn't really matter." I go, "What do you mean it doesn't matter?" I go, you just found out you're black? I wouldn't let it go. The whole party, I'm like, you can say the N-word now. Like, you can everything's changed. And she was like, it's not that big of a deal. Nothing's changed. I go, everything's changed. This <laughs> is a game changer. And I would not let it go. And then I kept going to her husband, you've been having sex with a black person. You <laughs> married a black person. And, and everyone was like, you're making way too much of this. I go, no, I'm not. I go, if you found, I go, I'm looking around the room looking at the white people. I go, if you found out you were black. Just today, you wouldn't be blown away, and they're like, "Well, that's impossible." I would, I, I, would know I was black, and everyone's like, "I'm like, yeah, how did you not know you were black?" <laughs> dude,
0: that's I, the Ancestry.com commercial I want to see. Yeah,
2: <laughs> dude, you want to hear? Want to hear another dinner party? I lost friends. at? Yeah. So this this guy, uh, he's a really famous actor. I can't say his name. He's a really famous actor. He starts preaching on a soapbox about race at this big dinner party. Bradley Cooper. He's like. Uh, no, 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 no. I'll tell you what I get. I'll tell you okay. what I get. So, um, and by the way, you're going to go, he's not that big. in the city was not that big. City, so. so, so we're at a dinner party and, and he starts preaching about, and he goes, and that, and these racists want to say that, uh, that black children don't play hockey because equipment costs a lot. That's not true. And I went, actually, that's entirely true. That's exactly why they don't play hockey and, or, and or golf. I mean, that's stereotypically systematically that's how racism works is that these sports were too expensive for an inner city kid and he goes oh really oh really then let me ask you a question if you know so much about this he goes uh tell me how these black kids afford to play basketball in these three hundred dollar pairs of jordans and i go oh my god at the dinner party i go you don't know any black people he's like what <laughs> i go you've never met a black person you don't have any black friends obviously and he goes why do you say that And i said Black guys don't play basketball in three hundred dollars Jordans. They wear Jordans to the club. Yeah. They play basketball in basketball shoes. I you would never wear Jordans. <laughs> to play basketball. Right. And as I say that, his adopted son walks in, who is black and wearing messed up Jordans. Oh. And I'm like, oh my god, you're ruining your black kid. Like, <laughs> you're raising him like a rich white guy. You men let him play basketball. In the, the three by one, jewelry? are you out of your mind? <laughs> You're ruining your blackhead. <laughs> and, and then, and then, and this this guy Dave, who's from Alabama, starts laughing hysterically, and he's like, "You didn't know his son was black." <laughs> oh, so not really invited goes. back to that yeah. dinner
1: party anymore?
2: Oh, no, 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 no! I have not. I've never been invited to that house ever again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, b- making friends uh in Pittsburgh uh uh on uh, June 29th no doubt. Sarah Tiana, Rory Scovel, Brad Williams, Bill Crawford and your headliner ladies and gentlemen, The Machine. Burt Kreischer. Tickets go on sale Thursday and uh, this is going to be awesome, man. Really looking forward to it. And uh Burt, so glad you were able to make it this year, man.
2: I can I can I can't tell you how how much it means that you bring me into headline. I really do feel like I've moved forward in my career. I'm being dead serious.
1: <laughs> oh, we were th- like we thought the same like, thing oh, was going to happen that you said, that your your management was going to be like, oh, you don't need to do that now. Just right. do your own theater. And we're like, oh, well, hopefully he'll want to, you know, just for the fun of it, be a part of the bigger show, like, you know, bigger lineup anyways, and, uh, you know, skip out on a bigger payday. Because that's what you're doing for us. You're skipping out on a bigger payday, and we appreciate it, man.
2: Dude, I'm telling you when I said, like, they were like, you, do you, do you have, do you know these guys, and I was like, very well. I, was like, <laughs> I go, trust me. The only reason I've ever sold tickets in Pittsburgh in my life is because of these two guys. Like, definitely, I'm doing this gig. I'm definitely doing this gig. And they were like, uh, okay. Well,
1: we're we're psyched to have Get you. Get your Jordans ready. Yeah, that's June right. 29th. <laughs> <laughs> you never do comedy <laughs> in the Jordans. You only wear them to the club. Oh, I did my special in
2: Jordans. Nice ones too.
0: Did you really? <laughs> oh. Did you go old school? Did you go buy the old? Crisis. Did you buy the vintage ones I, at all? I see you as like a, a a Jordan One guy.
2: Oh, I've got I've got uh, probably eight pairs of Jordans. I think I'm going through a midlife crisis.
1: Yeah, I almost start. Mm-hmm. Bill started giving me because I told him I wanted to get uh, the original ones, and he started giving me links to the eBay ones. And he's like, "Dude, here you go," but you're uh, you know just a warning. You're going to go down a rabbit hole because uh,
2: yeah, hardcore. I, I have a shoe guy now. Uh, who mm-hmm. flies out Jordan's once, uh, once every two weeks.
0: Come on. It's crazy how much like those sneakerheads are online. They have their own bots. They have this autofill, and as soon as they get released, they all get bought up in an instant, and then the secondary market, the spike of the shoe goes up crazy. Can you get any for Brad Williams for the show? <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. I guess, yeah, what size is he? That's a really interesting question. What size foot does he have?
0: I don't know. An infant three?
2: Yeah, I got some. Um, my daughters have uh, have uh, those um, American Girl dolls. I'll grab some of those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bert Kreischer, looking forward to seeing you in June, man. Thanks. I love you guys. I'll see you later. Love then. you love back, you, brother. Bert. Thanks.